Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Happy day, good evening, morning, day, afternoon, or night to you. We're starting the week off fresh here. It is Monday here in the U.S. We're starting it off fresh here. So if you have any questions, concerns, topics, discussions you want to hear, events going on in your life, shout outs, or feature requests, music requests, however, go ahead and send me a direct message on Instagram, Agent K21 Podcast, or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram, Agent K21, or you can text me. Um, and let me know what your topic requests are for this week. I don't know about you guys, how you're feeling about this week and how you're feeling about this, uh, this time in general, but it is holiday season. Um, for those who believe in or celebrate, this is the week of Thanksgivings. Thanksgiving, no S on the end. Thanksgiving. <laughs> and um, we're not going to give a whole history lesson about what this holiday means or what it is. We'll save that for another day. But this is the time where, you know, loved ones come together and everything is nice and you get a day off, you get to enjoy yourself. So today's topic is family is everything. Family is everything. Family is everything. Or is it? Family is everything. Family does not mean a constant sacrifice in your mental or emotional well-being. That comes from the holistic psychologist, um, Dr. Nicole. I forget her last name, but you can find her on Instagram or on YouTube. She has her own series. She's based in uh, Philadelphia, and she's definitely a good one I recommend to follow. So family is everything, or is it? (laughs) So... You know, for those of us who have a very secure attachment style with our family and our peers, we probably don't even need to listen to this message. This message is geared towards those who grew up with insecure attachments and fearful, avoiding attachments, um, things like that. So people who have, you know, experienced any type of trauma. um, Now, we may not realize the subtle traumas that happen you know we we can think about an alcoholic family or a abusive family but what about the subtle the subtle trauma you know the the uh critical parents the shame inducing parents the um enmeshment trauma that can occur so this message is really for those who grew up as the scapegoat the black sheep the black lion are the golden child in their family. Because what do they all have in common? What they all have in common is they were the IP, the identified patient. Now, what they all have in common is they have similar woundings, similar fears of abandonment, similar fears of unworthiness, um, and similar conditioning. Now, you might think, really? How is the golden child and the scapegoat one and the same? They are one and the same because they were wounded on the exact opposite, polar opposites, which makes them both one and the same. The scapegoat of the family, they're the one who can never fit in in their family system. They were rejected. They were ostracized from their 
system from their communal uh, upbringing. The golden child is the one who was praised and who was deemed special, if you will. But the golden child had to do something also. The golden child had to throw away their identity in order to remain safe. So both uh, are survival mechanisms that we've adopted from childhood. Golden child um, repressing parts of themselves, throwing away their identity in order to fit in with their family. The scapegoat or the black sheep or the black lion uh, could not reject themselves. So in turn, their rejection came externally from their own family and they were ostracized and marginalized for being exactly who they were. Now, uh, family is everything is a concept that I think many people adopt and grow up with in their mind that, you know, these are the people who should love us. So can't think anything was wrong. You know, that, that would go against the whole system to see through the, the BS, to be honest. And, you know, Jim Carrey actually said this. He said, the person who can see the family's dysfunction is usually the healthiest. I don't remember, quote me, what he said, but he definitely said something related to that, to the fact that the one who can see the BS is usually the healthiest, but they're usually the one that the family takes to therapy, you know, and says, um, can you fix our child? Because something's wrong with them. They have ADHD or they, they are just causing such disruption. And so when we talk about the concept of family is everything, I absolutely agree. Family can be everything. Healthy family, family that loves you unconditionally, family that is there um, and supportive and encouraging and overstanding, understanding, and understanding with you. Those that can perf- can be um, can validate your existence and can um, contribute to your well-being. Those are the members that I'm talking about when I say family is everything. And so for those of us who have our own soul tribe, we know that we can choose our family. Family is not de- depicted by who you're born to are born with. But it is depicted by who you choose. Who do you choose in your immediate circle? That is where your family is. Who upholds the values and can provide unconditional regard for you? Who are those people? Do you have those people in your life? If you don't have those people in your life, they're going to gravitate towards you. Continue to gravitate towards yourself. Continue to do the inner healing. Continue to see yourself as your family. And that is how family will be everything. So family is everything, but family does not mean a constant sacrifice in your emotional well-being. And so with the uh, holidays coming up, I thought it would be important to remind you that you're okay to set boundaries. That you're okay to speak your truth, that you're okay if you're misunderstood, because all you need is you. All you need to remember is you have a connection to the divine, 
and the divine has a connection to you. And if you don't feel like you belong, that's because you haven't found your family yet. So this comes from one of the posts I saw four days ago. And I want to read this because I think that uh, this is important. So Lana underscore Stacy says, repeat after me. There is a fine line between loving someone in codependency. It's hard to love from a distance and detach from them. But with certain people, it's actually the best thing we can do for them and for yourself. Protect yourself from toxic family members this holiday season, my friends. It's hard, I know, but future you will thank you. And so do what you need to do. You are not obligated or bound to anything besides the limitations in our own mind. So I'm here to tell you that wherever you find yourself, it's all right. No matter who understands it, no matter who gets it, doesn't get it, do you get it? Do you feel clever? Do you feel wise? Are you doing what's upholding you and the rest of the world? Because you know what? We've, we're seeing the divide between the timelines here. We have this programming and conditioning that says, you know, you have to disregard oneself in favor of other. And um, <laughs> when you hear the whole world get silent, you know that they're listening. You know the world is still turning. And so I encourage you to speak your truth, even if your voice trembles, to speak your truth, even if you're misunderstood, because the divide that's happening right now is separating the higher consciousness from the lower consciousness. And what's happening is as one person heals, you know why families stay dysfunctional? It's because nobody else wants to heal. If one person heals in the family system, all of the systems have to function as well. And that requires a level of intimacy and a level of depth and vulnerability to look at oneself when you've been blinded by self. Okay, so if you are the identified patient in your family, if you're the outcast, if you're the, uh, you know, the one who has been betrayed over and over and over again, let me just say that you're okay to make your decisions. And our society will say, how could you do that? How could you do that to the people who raised you and the people who groomed you and were with you? And what I will say is how could you not, how could you continue to betray oneself in favor of other? Now, the classic term that's going to be thrown around is that's selfish. That's going to be the classic term. And uh, take that with a pinch of salt. Take that with a pinch of salt. Now, for those of you listening, I know what you're thinking. Oh man, you, you must have had it really bad. You must be speaking from such a place of pain. Well, speaking from a place of seeing things from a more objective standpoint will allow you to perceive and allow you to 
see the split of the timelines that I discuss. Because when one person is sick, it's all well and good. Stay sick. That's what they don't, that's what the unconscious message is. Because if, you, if one person stays sick in the household, all people have the flu, right? Everyone's got the flu. But if one person gets healthy, what does that mean for the rest in the household? That means the one healthy person is either going to get sick again, <laughs> being around it, or they're going to become immune to it. So choose your immunity. So the next person says, at BLK, Soul Theory says... Sometimes you have to break a branch from off of the family tree in order to break a family curse. Be radically you. There is magic in you being the different one. Dash, a note from your inner child. So we spoke a lot about the inner child in Neverland series. So if you haven't seen that, go ahead and check that out. Of course, I got to give a shameless plug for that. What? Of course. Because the inner child work is the family system dynamic. Now, for those who don't know, I do have a master's in counseling and I do provide counseling. The link is actually in my bio on Agent K21 on Instagram. You can find that link and you can book a session. It is a virtual and in-person session. So no matter where you are in the world, I will meet you and greet you with open arms. And we will discuss some of these dynamics So if you just need a consultation, a friend, a confidant, that is what I provide. Okay, so uh, this comes from, again, from the holistic psychologist. And it says, uh, if we just love them enough, we will be chosen. Now, I find this to be the dynamic that we grew up from childhood. If we just love xy person enough then we'll receive what we are getting instead of realizing and this also goes back hand in hand with boundaries of realizing you're a separate entity they're a separate entity and when we place expectations on others and demands on others as we would ourselves we're setting ourselves up for heartbreak right because no one's you so if you go into the mindset of well i feel this way and think this way so therefore so should they you're setting yourself up if you think, well, what if I just do all X, Y, and Z, then maybe they'll do X, Y, and Z for me. That's a control manipulative tactic. That's another setup. And um, the more conscious we become of these things, the more aware we become of them, the less we will do them to ourselves and to others. And so we think that if we love hard enough, love long enough, that'll somehow change their behavior. That'll somehow make them more in tune and more um, perceptive to the ways we want them to behave. But that's not the case. You can't love anyone into existence. You can love people from a genuine place without the expectation of getting change from them, without expecting anything to be different about them, but just from the place of unconditional regard. And so what happens is we get into these transactional love affairs which is basically conditioned upon our programming. You know, the condition is, I love you if you do this, or I love you because of this. Not just simply love, period. And so we're gravitating more to higher frequencies where 
that is actually becoming the more dominant vibration. Now the divide is happening where people are being triggered because their transactional love is being called out, you know. So as soon as someone does something that you don't approve of, there's your expectation right there. And there's the love that's gone. And so be mindful of that. The second thing that she says here is, if we just betray ourselves enough, we won't be abandoned. These are all signs of a wounded attachment style in childhood. Now, again, as I mentioned, the golden child had to betray themselves in order to receive love. So during the holiday season, you might be tempted to betray yourself. You might be tempted to stay silent. You might be tempted to not bring your partner or your person to the holidays with you because of you think if maybe you just betray yourself just enough if you don't speak on that if you don't do this if you don't do that and I'm not talking about speaking on things where boundaries are being set of saying hey we're not going to talk about this during the holidays that's that's a boundary setting so make sure especially my empaths make sure you set healthy boundaries set them up because they're going to be tested. They're going to be wiggled around. (laughs) They're going to be navigated to and from. And so, uh, yeah, just know that the ears are up (laughs) and that uh, the eyes are open. So in this time of the great divide, if you will, it's not really the great divide, but that's what I'm going to call it. Because more and more people are waking up. And guess what happens when you wake up next to a sleeping person? You're going to disturb their slumber. (laughs) And so uh, keep waking up, though. Everyone keep shining your light brightly. Keep shining that light. Because, uh, yeah, it's like putting a flashlight in someone's face whose eyes were closed. You know, it's going to sting a little bit. But it'll be all right. And so... We abandon ourselves in order to feel like we won't be abandoned if we abandon ourselves, which is, you know, counterintuitive, but it's almost like a dysfunctional way of saying, well, if I betray myself, if I betray myself first and you can't betray me, then if I abandon myself first and it's like I beat you to the punch, you know, and so make sure you're choosing you, whatever that looks like for you, choosing yourself taking care of yourself, eating healthy, getting sleep at night, okay? There's nothing you can worry about into existence. There's nothing you can have your fears or insecurities run into existence. Whatever is, is. And um, so it's a great time to embrace serenity. It's a great time to embrace acceptance. And more importantly, to embrace yourself, flaws and all. And so um, in this time of healing and integration, It's important to remember that, A, you can't change anybody, B, accept yourself, and C, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. All right, now, because we don't know what boundaries are, most of us don't know what good or healthy boundaries are, we didn't see what boundaries were, and for those who don't know what boundaries are, we'll continue to violate other people's boundaries, they have no reference point for them, and so... Boundaries can be depicted by how you feel. You know, if you feel violated, you probably were. 
and in emotional in the emotional realm. If you feel anxious, you're probably picking up on something maybe not so great for you. If you feel, um, you know, depressed, heavy, any of those things, it's showing you something. And how you want to interact with those boundaries is completely up to you. But it is, your feelings are your gauge. Your feelings are your compass. It's always telling you something. So for me, whenever I feel anxious, I take it as a not yet. I take it as a, okay, noted. I'm feeling something that is uh, not yet ready to be realized. Anytime I feel heavy, I say, okay, I'm feeling the weight of this situation. I'm feeling, you know, whether it be depression or just low vibration, low energy. And I think, okay. And so, uh, and so uh, I kind of lost my thought there, but, um, one thing to be mindful of is our perceptions during this holiday season because what's said may not be what's meant and what's meant may not be what's said so um, clear communication is going to be very helpful clear communication, clear boundaries getting a clear picture of what works for you and what does not work for you is also going to be very clear and very helpful during this holiday season um in realizing that it's okay to go against the grain, you know, everyone is swimming downstream, but your vibe is upstream. Now, you don't have to neglect yourself. You can just embrace that. And so, uh, I've let this recording go on for a while now, and uh, I think that we all have a good home meal that we can have to chew on for the holidays. Family is everything. And so, go find them. And, um, yeah, for those of you who are celebrating the holidays, I wish you well, and I wish you the best holiday season yet. So, take care of yourself, take care of others, and uh, embrace the moment. Until next time.